When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. So before we get too deep into this, Joe, would you recommend this film? So I will. I have a few issues and complaints about it. But overall, I do think that this is a lot of fun. I think it's a good extension of the short. And, you know, honestly, if we do get sequels, I would happily watch them. I would too. And yes, I would also recommend this. I really liked but did not love this movie. I, yeah. I don't think I'm quite as high on it as everyone else is, and I think you and I are going to be more similar um, than I was expecting, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought you were going to love this, so I'm a little surprised. No, and, and again, like it's just minor gripes, but I will <laughs> say I do think the third act is the weakest part of this film. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think the screenplay could have used another once-over, but... yeah. I think, I mean, the gore is fantastic. The kills are good. I think Eli Roth directs the fuck out of this movie. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But overall, super fun time that I will absolutely add to my, well, I don't have a Thanksgiving rotation of horror movies, but I, <laughs> if I had one, this would be part of it. I mean, I feel like we're actually getting up there in terms of either tangential Thanksgiving horror films or explicitly horror. Well, we have to do a lot of tangential because forever it was just blood rage. And now we have this. Yeah, yeah. I I think people can tell us a couple other picks in the show notes. Well, I mean, by tangential, I mean, like, they, they're set on or around Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving isn't really a major factor in the mm. plot or scenery. I see. Yes. Okay. Whereas, like, this is, like, screaming Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's literally right there it's in the li title. <laughs> it's in the title! <laughs> okay, so why don't we talk about this film? Because okay. we're not just doing flashbacks to the greatest hits from the trailer, but we're also paying quite a few homages to other classic horror films. Yes. I mean, well, and it, it, as a whole, this is more indebted to the post-scream slashes of the late 90s and early 2000s than the mm -hmm. actual, like, 70s grindhouse-y films. 
that, that, that the trailer was made of, which right. was a huge surprise for me. I did like the whole time I was watching this, I was like, I feel like I'm watching like a new urban legend. Yeah, and I actually think that that's a good comparison. I put like My Bloody Valentine, but not the 80s one, like mm-hmm. the new one. This is very much almost a remake era slasher film because yeah. it, it's it's weird. I've seen a bunch of people saying, oh, it feels like a post-screen film. And I think I even messaged that to you. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean in the oh, meta self-aware no, kind no, of no, vibe, no, no, no. but in the like, we're kicking it old school, but we're not trying to look like an 80s slasher film. Well, that's the interesting thing about all those post scream slashers though like i know you did last summer valentine urban legends one and two whatever um they all their success or they were made because of scream success Mm -hmm. but they feel very much more like an 80s slasher just with a 90s aesthetic slapped onto them and so uh, yes i agree with you on that like this movie it has jokes it is funny although Mm -hmm. i do think it takes itself seriously but not too seriously yeah, because some of the deaths are so fucking ridiculous that you're like, well, this is Eli Roth taking the piss. I mean, Joe, when that dad got hit the pole through his face in the truck mm-hmm. and then the blood was just spraying on his daughters, I yes. died. You cackle. <laughs> yeah, you have to. 